Student Transitions, A Time to Thrive. Life is full of change and resulting periods of transition. And some of our big transitions begin as students, as we move through the educational process and then onto the world of work or further education, university and independent living. If we can learn as students how to thrive through transitions, we will have acquired skills that will support us through a lifetime of change and transition. So, if you're facing changes in your life as a student, listen on as we share our insights and suggestions to help you thrive in a world where change is the only constant. Welcome to Successful Students in Transition, A Time to Thrive. In this podcast, we're going to introduce you to Maya, a student in her third and final year at university. We'll be talking and reflecting on the move from school, taking a gap year, and being almost at the end of her time at university with the next change approaching. We want you to listen out for common experiences of transition that she articulates very well. She talks about the importance of taking time to work out the what and where to study. Taking a gap year can have many benefits. And about the importance of thinking about what you might need to make your university experience successful once you've gained the grades. Maya reminds us that life has ups and downs and this is no different at university. So having a good understanding about what makes you be at your best, being open to meeting new people, even sharing feelings, and how you manage stress are important skills. Listen out for her getting ready for the next transition and the process happening again, this time with the skills and experience of having made a big transition on her own. While listening to Maya's story, think about what resonates with you and what might help you to thrive in your transition to university. I'd like to say welcome to student Uh, Successful Student Transitions, Time to Thrive, and this is our student Young People Voices. And today I'm really happy to welcome Maya, who's a third year at university. So she's been through that that transition into university, um, and there's another one coming up. And and also she's had the experience of having a gap year. So maybe those are kind of things that we want to talk about. So welcome, Maya. Welcome. Hello. <laughs> um, I know this is going back a little bit, but what do you remember about that transition to university? Um, well, I think because a couple of my friends had been the year before, um, I kind of, and I'd visited them in my year off, I kind of thought I had an idea of what it would be like and I'd visited halls and everything. Um but I didn't realize how hard it would actually be moving away from home. Um, it was very, very, very fun, but it did come with a lot of stress, I think, at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, mm. So yeah. so it's interesting, you kind of say it's fun and mm-hmm. it's stressful too. Yeah. Did it, how, do you know, has it stayed like that for those you know, you're in your third year, but has it stayed like that all the time? Or was that it kind of peaked at the beginning or? 
Um, I think I've been quite lucky in the fact that the people in my flat in first year are the people that I've become like best friends with. And we now we've lived together in second year and third year. So I think staying together has kind of like helped the stress of not having to then live with different people um, across the three years, which I think has helped. But I was lucky that I did end up liking them because I know a lot of people don't. Yeah. And I think you're fortunate to find your friends early on because I don't know if you know this, there's this thing at the beginning of university called a kind of friendship frenzy. Did you? Mm-hmm. Did oh, you yeah. Feel that? <laughs> yeah. Well, because at, um, at uni, well, my uni, um, you find housing very early. And so there's a big stress around trying to find people to live with. And obviously, because I had COVID when I joined, it was even more stressful. And I, at the time I was like, I don't even know these people. I don't know if I'm going to like them next year, um, but luckily I do. And yeah. it's all fine. But that was a massive, massive stress. Yeah. So, and and it's, it's those kind of like, what if, what if I don't like them? Isn't it? <laughs> yeah. That kind of anxiety, that kind of <laughs> predicting the bad, the worst of things, isn't it? <laughs> and there you are, you've been, you've, you've done, it, done it well, Maya. Right? Yeah. Three years later. Yeah, so helped making friendships and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, any surprises for you about going to university? Did you did you think it was going to be like that or not? Um, I th- I don't know. I thought it would be. I I don't know actually what I thought it would be like. Um, it was probably more so like the lack of routine and that you can do whatever you kind of want to do, yeah. which it in a way is is good, but you kind of then miss it because you don't you kind of feel a bit like oh god what am I doing but and and maybe my when when there was COVID around when you went then so there were no lectures and stuff like that no it was nothing absolutely nothing and that was really hard I did find it like you'd get up you'd have a lecture online in your room yeah um you couldn't go out I mean the the only reason I kind of went out is to go on a walk or to go to the shops so it was a bit, a bit hard. So, so kind of your room became work, living, kind of everything a lot of the time. Yeah, yeah. We spent a lot of time in our kitchen. So <laughs> good, you got on with each other. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, I mean, of course, we can't go back and change that COVID stuff. But is there anything that you think, mm, if I was to do it all over again, is there anything that you would have done differently? Um, I think maybe not stress as much. Right. Because I, I don't know, I'd, be, I'd, I'd been at um, school for seven years so I, and I'd have the same kind of group of friends at school. Yeah. Um, and so I kind of naively thought that I'd go to uni and I'd find a group of girls that it would be completely the same, but it, it wasn't. But luckily it is now, but it did, I think not to think that it's expected that you find that group of friends immediately so I'd say kind of like not to it will come and and you know if you you likely haven't it's not out yet but we've we've got a very interesting one just on relationships and there was a bit of research that we kind of looked at by a British psychologist Robin Dunbar and he was saying about relationships they take time and effort. And he, his kind of through his research and everything from Oxford University, 
he was predicting that it takes about five months to make a good close friend. So that's well past first term, isn't it? Definitely, definitely. I mean, yeah, I don't I didn't think I was myself until probably like midway through term two. Yeah. And I'd already agreed to live with people at kind of midterm one. So luckily it all worked out. Yeah. 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 So I like that thing. Don't stress so much, Maya. That's what you're saying to yourself. It's going to be fine. (laughs) Okay. And just going back, because, you know, hearing what you said there about there you were in school for seven years, had all these firm sort of friendships Mm -hmm. and they were really close and things. Did um, just out of my curiosity, what did the how did school kind of talk to you about this transition to university or did they do it? Um, well, it was very much focused on getting there rather than actually going there. Right. So it was working towards getting the grades to get there, but kind of you're off on your own right. once you go, which right. I think you kind of just expected to know and it'd be okay, I think. Yeah. And that's a really lovely way of putting it, you know, that schools are focused on getting you there kind of not necessarily helping you be there Mm -hmm. Um, because I think that's a it's a big difference isn't it yeah Um, definitely okay do you wish school had helped you with some stuff and if they had what would they have done well I think because I think the main kind of stressful part of year 13 is getting the grades to get into uni and you're so relieved that you kind of get a place at this uni that you don't even think going past it right you actually have to then go and the stresses that come with that um maybe I I don't know what schools could do but kind of prepare you for the fact that it's not kind of the first few weeks aren't going to be this amazing experience because they they are and they can be but like it does come with stressful times as well because you are away from home for the first time but I, I think you're right, Maya, because often people say, oh, it'll be the best years of your life. You'll go off and do yeah. this. And then you think, but actually it's stressful here. So maybe some, maybe some tools around kind of managing those beginning things. Yeah. And and tell me a little bit, why did you decide on the gap year? Because that's a, that's an interesting choice. Um, well, in year 13, I had no idea what I wanted to do at uni. I was kind of floating around ideas and like I, I found it really hard to write a personal statement because I didn't really know what I wanted to do but I ended up writing personal statement and applying for biology um but kind of seeing my grades at the end of year 13 I was like biology is not for me I'm going to reapply and and I kind of took my gap year to think what do I actually really want to do and so then I decided to do geography which is what I'm doing now. So that was the kind of main reason, but I'm glad I did it because I don't think I could have gone in September. So having that bit of space to think properly. Yeah. I I think you're right, Maya, that sometimes it all feels like quite a rush and be funneled. And once you've chosen these things, it's almost like, well, that's the track I'm on. I can't move the track. So good for you. And kind of thinking, actually, hold on a minute. Maybe this is the not not the thing for me. There's something else for me. Right? Yeah. And so you use that gap year to kind of explore a little bit. And... 
Yeah, well, because at the time I was still swimming competitively, so I wanted to continue that. Um, and I wanted to work a little bit and then travel. And but obviously, I couldn't end up traveling because of COVID and everything. But it was, just, it, I think, it was definitely a good, a good thing taking a year out because it kind of made me grow up a bit as well. I think. So maybe your kind of advice to people is, if you're really not completely sold on what you're going to do take a bit of take a gap year take some time out something yeah because yeah, I think at school it kind of it was well in my school it wasn't a kind of option because not that they would let you have a gap year but it was kind of pushed to go straight to uni whereas I think taking a break can kind of help you prepare a bit more for it yeah I think so and often people say I don't know what you think, but sometimes kids that have gone and had a gap year are a little bit more mature. I don't know. Oh, uh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Well, I think especially for boys as well. I think because half of my um, housemates took a gap year and half didn't, and the people that did it are boys, and you can tell a lot that they have yeah. because they're just a bit more grown up. Yeah. And also when you first go to university and that frenzy, that frenzy that goes on around friendship, when they've been on a gap year, that's all people want to talk about. Yeah. <laughs> you got to watch that one. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if you find that great. Um, yeah, I think gap years, you know, for the right people, for the right reasons, I think yeah. they're, they're good things to take. Um, and coming up to, sorry to kind of dip this in, but drop this in, but um when you're thinking about this transition from university, mm-hmm. do you think it's going to be this similar or different from that change from leaving school or not? I think it might be worse. <laughs> um, <laughs> now, let's be cautious about always predicting, well, what if that bad thing happens? Right. Okay, but yeah. Um, because a, a few of my friends from school, have they finished this, this um, summer just gone. And they thought it was the most stressful kind of summer of their lives because they were kind of pummeled with questions about what are you doing? So I think I'm trying not to let it get to me, but it definitely is like the pressure's kind of on to get something going after. Yeah. You know, I think, I don't know if this is a helpful or not thing, you can be the judge of it, Maya, but I think whatever kind of transition you're in, like any change that's happening, that's the toughest one, you know? Yeah. yeah. So when you're going to university, that's the tough one at the time because that's what you're thinking about. And then when it comes up to the one, you know, leaving university, that's the tough one. So, you know, you come on to have a baby or something and then that'll be the tough one. That'll be the... So it's interesting that it's sometimes that whatever you're in at the moment, Mm-hmm. That can be the toughest bit because you can look back and say, "University, I did it. I did it well. I'm still yeah. here. I'm going." You know, yeah. um, and hopefully, when you're looking back at the time when you're leaving university, it'll it'll be the same. It kind of it worked out. It all it all can happen. Um, yeah, but but it's useful to kind of look and think about what might be the similar and what might different. I, I think I think you're right. You know, in some way that. It might be, it could be more of a kind of difficult one because it's not a university world that you're going into mm-hmm. in the world. Yeah, I know. <laughs> and oh, shall I shall I join that feast then and say, do you know what you're gonna do or have you thoughts about mm-hmm. it? 
Have you? Uh, I, no. I mean, I've got some ideas, but it, there's just, I think because the degree I do, there's kind of no kind of set direction of what you can go, because you can go into anything really. Mm. Um, so at the moment, not really, but I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. And, you know, well, good for you for choosing a part of geography then that is very open to lots of things because you know there's some courses that might be narrower but that it's going to open you and um I mean one of the um one of the podcasts we're thinking of doing it is about what after university and how to access careers advice because I mean lots of universities do all that kind of stuff and it's how to kind of link in with that or how to talk to other people or where you got ideas from, you know, where do you find your passion and kind of stuff mm-hmm. like yeah. So that might be one for you. <laughs> Keep your, you know, be open, being open, just as you were when you went to university. Um, can I ask you a little kind of like things a little more about you? Because I think it's useful to know about what helped you. Mm-hmm. Because in some of the work that my colleague Louise and I are doing is like, we want to help young people understand what what are the things that normally happen in a transition, the kind of processes of it, um, because there are cycles and things you can look at, but also about helping people know, young people know what are the things that help them specifically. Do you know what helped you, Maya, in any transition? Um, one and maybe future ones. I think um, in the first year of joining uni, I didn't really know well I didn't really know what would help but like since kind of living through it now I know what to do if I am feeling kind of stressed and everything because I kind of grew up in I did like elite sport up until the age of 18 Mm -hmm. and um, I stopped because of Covid and the first year of uni none of the gyms were open, nothing was open. And so I couldn't really do anything. So I kind of lost that a bit, but in second year and now in third year, I've kind of got it back. And I think that has helped massively. Yeah. Yeah. I think that activity being active and stuff is a really good kind of protector of mental health and stuff, but just knowing that, you know, you don't need a gym to do it. Sometimes you can just go out there. So sports, one thing, anything else, Maya? Um, I think maybe routine. Um, I'm massively a routine person. I didn't think I was, but I, I definitely am. Um, because having a plan to your day kind of gives you a purpose, I think. And like even knowing like when your meal times are, like yeah. what you want to cook or when you're going to go out and meet someone or, you know, I just think it massively helps me anyway yeah. and I think you were right about saying about school school is very routine you know yeah. bells, you know times of things yeah and suddenly when you go to university especially around the COVID time there was none of that was that well there was some you know lectures but you know how many do you know how many contact hours did you have in your first year do you remember uh 12 12 16 maybe but they, I mean, and then they weren't con- they weren't actually yeah, physically yeah. contacted us, were they? they were online, yeah. So going from that, this you know, five days a week, school nine to four, three thirty, mm-hmm. whatever. It is. It's a big change. So routine, sport, anything else, Maya? Do you think that helped you? Um, maybe kind of 
maybe not in the first few kind of weeks, but finding people that you kind of feel comfortable around um, that you can kind of say that you're stressed to, if that makes sense. Yeah. Because I think, yeah, the first kind of friends that I could make that I could then speak about being, feeling stressed or whatever about was when I kind of felt most comfortable. Yeah. And there is something there, isn't there, Maya, about being open to be vulnerable Mm -hmm. actually connects you to other people. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah, because most people you'd say to, most people, if you if you say, oh, I'm really feeling not feeling great, I'm feeling a bit stressed about this, most people would would interact with you with compassion and caring, wouldn't they? They're, they're not going to turn around and say, oh, for put, pull yourself together. Yeah. They're not going to say that. Maybe mums and dads do a bit. But, um, or maybe we say it to ourselves, but I think finding people that we can be vulnerable to and open to kind of is one of the things that cements relationships, isn't it? Definitely, definitely. And then they'll say it to you. Yeah, which kind of makes you feel a bit more sane, I guess, if like they're going through the same thing. Yeah, and that's what you started off with, wasn't it? Um, You know, you have to know that, you know, 99% of people will be feeling, you know, some kind of discomfort about being in this new place, being on your own, Mm -hmm. having lots of things to learn and take in. So know you're not on your own is a a good thing to kind of understand. Yeah, definitely. And, and, you know, that thing about knowing how to make friends, because there you've been in school for seven years, you're not thinking about how do I make friends? You've never had to think about that for a long time. Definitely. And then suddenly you are. Yeah. Yeah. I think as well, because if you were, if you were going to make friends at school or, or wherever, you're, you're not on your own, whereas if it gets thrown into uni you you don't really know anyone you might know a few people but you kind of have to make the you don't have a a group behind you kind of helping you if I guess yeah and 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 going home to think well I have to leave leave all that behind (laughs) you gotta stay in it yeah no exactly yeah so I like that sport routines people Mm -hmm. it's a really nice combination to me (laughs) um Maybe those are the things that you'd say to people. I don't know what else would you, what what kind of advice would you give people if they're going off to university this this September? What what kind of things would you be saying to them? Um, try, I, it's harder said than done, but just try not to stay in your room for the first three weeks and it can be completely mentally draining after those three weeks, but it allows you to, speak to as many people as you can and kind of see how many people there are out there, I guess, because the more people you meet, the more likely you are to get on with someone, I think. Yeah. And I think you're right. You're never going to meet them in your room. <laughs> no, yeah, exactly. You need to it's get out. It's horrible. It's, it's, you have to do it. Yeah. It's a little bit like in my world of psychology, people talk about tolerating some discomfort. Mm-hmm, definitely so you have to tolerate it's uncomfortable going and talking to people and smiling and be nice and all you have to do when you're new um but that's how you're going to make friends isn't it yeah yeah so try it is your thing just try yeah. even although try again and again yeah, yeah no, definitely. Definitely. anything else Maya? 
Um, it's hard to because now this is me looking back on it as a third year but drinking as much as we did maybe wasn't the most beneficial to everyone's mental health I guess like and it is because everyone's going out and it's great but like doing that for the whole of first year isn't most beneficial because it impacts not it is not that it I think it impacts things more than you think they would I think yeah and you've got to be cautious of that haven't you yeah and that's that's a hard one when everybody else it yeah. can look like that's what they're doing as well yeah, yeah. because it, it, you're not gonna feel good if you've drunk for four days a week for so long do you know what I mean so I do <laughs> I remember it too <laughs> yeah it's not never a good thing and you yeah so kind of party you have to go and enjoy yourself but maybe not too much of all the drinking and stuff that can go on yeah well maybe do it for like because obviously it's a social thing as well yeah so kind of maybe commit to it but don't do it for the whole year I guess yeah um because it's hard not to in in freshers in that first term but so yeah. kind of keep an eye on it. Yeah. Cool. Mm-hmm. Um, I like that advice. <laughs> Try things, but what <laughs> drinking. <laughs> have fun. Go out and do things. Have fun. And just kind of watch how you're. I mean, it, it's it's something that I kind of like talking about in a way. It's it's being that observer self. Mm-hmm. Able to observe yourself. Like, did I go over the top last night? Mm-hmm. Am I doing too much of that? Am I getting my work done? Mm-hmm. Able to kind of look back and see how how well am I doing at university? Like, give yourself some sort of gauge and understanding about how it's all going is a good thing. Yeah. yeah. Any any kind of last any other work any any other things that you'd like to share that you think is important, Maya? Um. Maybe we said it, I don't know. Oh, um, I think as a uni as a whole, though, I think a lot of people say it's it's the most amazing time of your life, and it is. Like, I've had the best three years ever, but, like, it hasn't come without its kind of ups and downs, I think, and I think that's been the same for everyone. Um, so I think maybe expect to have an amazing time, but it is it can be quite hard as well, especially with work and everything yeah yeah so we've got one of our um podcasts i think that's really well said maya and we've got one of our podcasts that will be out now and it's called asking for help Mm -hmm. so it's about knowing because of course there's going to be ups and you don't ask for help and everything's Mm -hmm. going well but you should know where to go to and ask for help when when those Mm -hmm. and of course your other friends and stuff are great people to go to and parents are great people to go to Mm -hmm. And sometimes there's a kind of like support at university as well, which might or might not be used. Yeah. Um, Maya, I have really, um, you've really hit home some important things for me and I'm sure for other people going off to university about, you know, it looks like for me it's taken, you know, you didn't maybe know what you when you went to university about the things that were were, were going to help you in that transition, but you've got them now. Yeah, for me, I mean, isn't that great? Um, yeah. And you know, to know that 
that you've got things you can rely on about things about yourself, about mm-hmm. your sports and how you kind of organize yourself, the routines and how you how you are with other people seems to me to be a great kind of blueprint for any kind of future transition. Thank you. <laughs> so well done to you and try it, but watch out. <laughs> Thank you. I'd like to say a big thank you to Maya for sharing her wisdom with us today and her experience. And Maya, I wish you very well in your next transition. So thank Thank you very much. Thank you. We hope you've enjoyed the interview with Maya and her knowledge and experience taking time to work out what's important for you in any transition. You might want to listen to all the previous podcasts in the series, but especially podcast one, Beat the Transition Blues, where we talk more in depth about the nature of change, transition and adjustment, and why struggle can be part of the journey to grow knowledge and resilience. Podcast three, Minding Your Mind, where we talk about the origin of common thoughts during times of transition, the what-ifs and why they can sometimes be challenging and helpful in making good choices. Podcast four, What Matters to You, where we talk about knowing our values and what's important to us can help carry us through challenging times. And if friendship's on your mind, podcast nine, Nurturing Supportive Relationships, could be helpful in what and how to develop new friendships. Please check out all the podcasts and the transcripts. And we have also provided think sheets to purchase for you to dig deeper into the topics of transition and where we share more resources. For all of these resources, go to Louise Wiles Coaching at louisewiles.com.